Hello and welcome to another episode of Sports and Songs Podcast. We're on Season 3, Episode 45. We're your hosts, Dan and Andy. Andy, how are you doing today? Doing well. Doing well. It's a, it's a Monday, Andy, September 26th. You know, it's going to be October next week. That's right. But we've got a lot to cover today. We've got sports, a whole lot of sports. This is our sports episode. Yep. Where all we do is talk about sports and uh, football, baseball, basketball, all that fun yeah, fun stuff. So where do we, you know, where we should start? There was a trivia question last week. Last week we never got around to answering it. We got babbling and never got it answered. We were babbling and never, never answered the question. So the question was this: uh, it, it was a week ago, you know, like September eighteenth, I think it was the show, and the trivia question was, when's the last time that the New York Giants football team won on the same day that the New York Jets football team won? on the same day that the New York Mets baseball team won, as well as the Yankees. All four pro uh, New York teams winning on the same day in the fall when football and baseball are overlapping. The question was, what year was that? Well, I know looking at it, because I was thinking about it today, well, it could happen this weekend because the Giants are playing tonight on Monday night. So with Thursday night games... I'm sure there's a few times they don't always play all the time. This is 20 had to happen in the I'd say 2012, 2013. Would be my the answer is the answer is 2009 that all wow. four teams won. So it's been a while, and like you say, the 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 odds are that they're all playing on the same day. It has to be it has to be a Sunday. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's pretty good that it can't be that often. The Giants and or Jets playing a Thursday or a Monday that yeah. Week, you know? And baseball always plays on a Sunday. The yep. NFL would have started by then, so it's unlikely many other days. So it had to been a Sunday, but all four winning. So 2009, we, we only got a few Saturdays in or a few Sundays in September because playoffs start in October. Yes. So, all right. We thought that was a good one. Now we got a new trivia question, fresh one for this week. Fresh. A we'll try fresh, to answer it today too. Fresh trivia question. Uh, it's because something happened uh, on the anniversary here of this happening, but in NFL football receivers and running backs will sometimes get the ball and uh, on a tr special trick play, throw a pass, okay. maybe even throw a touchdown pass. But this question is, is this, which NFL running back threw two touchdown passes in a single NFL game, a running back throwing two passes in a single game. That's the question. Now, I'm going to give a little hint on this one because I know the answer to this because I gave it to you. It's not one of those situations like with the Saints where it was uh, the backup quarterback was in at running back. It's not one of those situations. Yeah, number uh, seven, what's his name? It's not like that. It's it's, yeah, true, it's This is a true running a back. Pure, true running back, yep. Two right, touchdowns. We'll Pretty one. good. You probably won't be surprised when you get the answer, but we'll cover that at the end of the show. Yes. Let's start off with some high school, college, if you've got yes. it. Yes. You'll give me the share screen there, sir, the other images. Yes, here we go. All right. So what here we, we go. got is is Andy's going to talk some sports here. Yes, high school football. We'll go over some of our scores here again. We didn't pick favorite teams or just the winning teams. What kind of favorite teams? It's our local teams for us. It's schools we followed in the past and our things. Um, so we're just going to run down these scores. These are from Friday and Saturday games over the weekend. Waconia over Chaska, 22-14. Watertown Mayor losing to Dasso Clopato. 35-25. Mayor Luther over Janesville, 29-7. Mm -hmm. 
Jordan shuts out St. Peter, 21 donut. Lester Prairie over Cleveland, 33-0. Tonka beats Champlain Park, 20-9. New York Mills, who's been racking up the points huge on everybody, 12-0 over Pine River. Uh, Prior Lake, 31. Lakeville North, 14. Prior Lake's got a great team this year. They're, I think they're third in the state right now. New rankings come out tomorrow. I've heard good things. Uh, North Young America, 44. Simply East, 6. And a nine-man Winnie Mac, 38. Stephen Argyle, 22. You hear Stephen Argyle's name once in a while, so they're a fairly decent team. Yep, yep, I've heard them. The Beavs. Beavs won again this weekend in Upper Iowa, 48-22. Um, their next game is the first at Minot State, and they're 0-4, Minot State is. Okay. Beavs up the 2-2, two two, tied with UMD and Northern State for first. Like I said a couple weeks ago, the Beavs started 0-2. I said on midweek show, relax. They got some uh, easier games. They played uh, uh, receiving votes on a ranked team the first two games and lost. Yeah. Uh, so they've come back. They're right in the ship. They're tied for first at 2-2. Two two. So things are looking good for the Beavs there for football. Kind of sticking with football. Midweek, and we go over uh, BSU and DSU and go for other sports. Midweek. So right now we're just sticking football today, football and baseball. The Bison uh, over University of South Dakota, 34-17. Um, Bison still in first place, ranked number one in the nation. 3-1 overall, 3-0 um, in the conference. Of course, that lost to uh, Arizona. Their next game is against Youngstown State, who is 2-1 overall. No conference games for them yet. So. Uh, the Bison and South Dakota are tied. For first at 3-0 and 1-0 for conference records in their division. Gophs, 34-7 over Michigan State. And that should have been a shutout, but the backups run on both sides in the fourth quarter, so points were scored. Uh, Gophers. And they, and they needed to make a statement. They needed to have yeah. a statement game, and they did it. Yep, the shutout would have been nice. The shutout would have been a little overrated, I think, though, too. But – because it was backups in at the end, it's and but it was at Michigan State, so shut up the tournament. Michigan State was ranked eleventh to start the year, and they've just dropped off the face of the earth. Yep. I think they're they're ranked high because they're Michigan State. Now, what are the Gophers' new ranking? What is that? Do you know? Twenty one. So they're in the top twenty five. I think some polls had them at twenty six going into that. Yeah. And, yeah, and uh, you know they they're sitting pretty good with the. Uh, with everything. Everything seems to be yeah. flying just fine with the Gulfs. And their next game is their homecoming against Purdue. So yeah. hopefully they could uh, do well in that one. Little Twins news. Um, I'm going to bring up a couple things here. I mentioned last week about the Twins with Miguel Sano when he was brought up. Not that he was the reason they went down, but just things are going good, and you upset the apple cart with another player, and things derail. When they called up Sano on July 25th, the Twins were 52-44 and 44 with a three-and-a-half game lead over Cleveland and four-game over White Sox. Um, as of the 22nd of September, when I was writing all these notes down, Cleveland had a six-game lead over the Sox and a nine-and-a-half game lead over us. So that was a 13-game swing right there. <coughs> Excuse me. You know, uh, the Twins' record since then, 21-33. Cleveland 34 and 20, and the White Sox 28 and 25. This was as of September 22nd when I did the 
paperwork on it. So, of course, numbers have changed. So the Twins just fell apart when he came up. Not saying it was Sano's fault as a player, no. But how chemistry, we were doing well. We were kind of doing the first baseman by committee. We had young guys coming up doing well. Louis Arise was hitting the snot out of the ball. And then Sano came in and things just went to pieces. So just because – and he – he had a good rookie year. He was no great rookie year. He he was no Marty Cordova, I tell you. But um, he's just I don't know if he was a cancer in the locker room. If people thought, oh, here comes one of those guys, big contract player. We all lost her. I don't know what happened. Just that fell off. Speaking of changes in the clubhouses here, real quick, so major league stuff on it. June third. The Phillies were 22 and 29, and they fired their manager, Joe Girardi. As of today, they're 83 and 69. So, and in a playoff hunt. Uh, that's a 61 and 40 record since he left. Here's the one that's a little confusing to me the Blue Jays. They let Coach Charlie go, Charlie Montoya, on July 13th. They were 42 and 46, which is a 522 winning percentage. They've been 40 and 35 cents, which is a 533 winning percentage. Now, granted, they're 86 and 67 overall. They're in the playoff hunt. But their winning percentage didn't go up that much. So I don't know if there was issues in there with they didn't think 522 record was going to be enough to get in or what. They panicked. Don't know. But that's the changes there. Elbert got number 700. Yes. Um, he hit two that day. And the one that's great about Albert, he said this all along. We've said it here too. Guy who caught the ball, Albert says, keep it. I don't want it. He, things like that don't mean anything to Albert. And I'm not saying that's good or bad. Me, I want the ball. That's me personally if I'm the guy who hit it. But Albert's never been that way. He's never been a selfish player, mementos like that. That's what's so awesome about him. Is he going to be the second ever unanimous player voted into the Hall of Fame? Probably not, just because there's going to be some jerk writer who's not going to do it. Someone from New York who wants to keep his precious Yankee guys to be the only ones to do it, you know. So he will go in Hall of Fame first time. He has said this is his last season. Do they make an exception, make him not wait five years, and have him go in in a couple years? Don't know. I would have no problem with that. Um, <clears throat> I dare you to find someone to say something bad about Albert Pujols. Just he's loved everywhere he's gone, gone. But and he never really rode this monkey on his back. I mean, we a lot of people were saying at the All-Star break, man, does he come back next year to get 700 if he doesn't finish it? The last eight weeks, he's just been hot and just hitting the snot out of the ball. And the Cardinals are in the pennant race, too. It's not like they're out of it. He's sitting around doing nothing. So they've been meaningful games. Um, so congratulations, Albert Pujols. That's awesome. That's um, didn't do too good on this road trip. Uh, I'm not, I'm, I'm scared. I'm scared. They took two out of three from Oakland. Took two out of three from Milwaukee. They should have done better than that. Um, but coming home right now, the magic number is eight. As nice. of today. So that's their magic number eight. But here's their schedule. They got uh day off today. They got two at home against the Marlins. Then they got three at Atlanta. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> and you've mentioned this before. Those three, it's an eight's the magic number. It's a game and a half lead right now. Atlanta's playing today. I do not have an update on the score right now, but um, let's say Atlanta loses this game marks the seven. Um, the best case scenario, the Mets win Tuesday, Wednesday, and Atlanta loses all those games. It's what uh, eight, seven, six, five, three would be the magic number going into the Brave series. Best case scenario for the Mets. That means nothing, you know. Um. Eight games. You see on the schedule there, there's eight games left. They have to win them all. And if Atlanta wins them all, they win the division by a game because Atlanta's got one extra game to play, um, which would be Thursday. Okay. Then, you know, um, so we'll see how it goes. And the, uh, the Nationals are we can't look past them either, the, either as far as playing the spoiler. No, yeah, because it's a rivalry. So, of course, they're going to want to thump you, you know. Um, I think the Braves have the Phillies left, so the Phillies might be fighting for a playoff spots. So no cushion games for them either. Now, both the Mets and Braves have locked up playoff spots. But the winner of this division gets the two seed, and that's a first-round bye. That's a big deal. It's not like they're just playing for seeding, whatever, in the first round. You get a first-round bye to win this division because a record would have the second-best record and get that bye. So that could be huge right there for that. So um, hopefully they can get it cut down, and we'll see. I don't care. If they win the division in Atlanta, great. They win it at home on the third, great. I don't care. Just win the division. That's all I'm saying. Um, you know, and that Wednesday game's got an earlier start, of course, because it's the last game of the season. Get the playoffs all started. And we got all of our different playoff scenarios coming up and uh, things like that. All right, I'm done with the stats, Dan, if you want to take that screen off. And then, uh, so we, um, we, the Mets, I don't care again, I don't care if they win it at home. On the road in Atlanta, they don't want to play Washington. I just need him to win it to get that first round by because Degrom, he pitched that one loss in Oakland, and he just they beat him like a redheaded stepchild. <laughs> and I, I'm glad he got that out of the system because it's been a long time since he's been rocked. Um, so I'm kind of glad that got out of the system there, not in the playoffs in Game Five or something like that, you know. The Mets are fighting um, to see who they want to do for their rotation. A lot of teams like the Dodgers are probably getting things set up to get the rotation right. But things are different now from like when we were younger, when the Mets were in it last time, back in 86. Oh, yeah. They've been in the last before, but I'm talking about World Series setting it up where they had a big lead. You could set up your rotation to be set because you had the NLCS and the World Series, and that was it. You went with a three-man rotation and you gutted it out. Well, yeah, because he's extra rounds, you got more games. You can't just say three ram rotation and go. You keep going at the regular season. Looks like Andy cut off there. Let's see if he'll be back. In the meantime, with the twins baseball, now that we're done with the, the we're out of the hunt for the for the playoffs, right? Twins and White Sox. The series coming up with them should be very good. It's going to be a battle for second place. 
Here he is. A Andy is back. Hi. Hello. He's back. Yes. Go don't ahead. Know, don't know what button I hit there, but sorry. <laughs> something. Um. Something knocked off. I was talking about the Twins with the, with yes. the crowd here, uh, with the fans, as far as really playing the White Sox here for for second. It's a second place battle, and and it should be pretty interesting coming up here. But I'll let you finish your train of thought there. Yeah. You know, the the Mets got their rotation set. You can't go with a it was three-man rotation before. And you kind of just continue in the season. You have to keep a four- or five-man rotation going, get that set up. The Mets have been kind of going with a five-, six-man rotation now, so we'll see what happens. It looks like uh, Walker might go to the bullpen, and he's okay with that. He's got no problem, which yeah. is a good thing. You don't have six guys all saying, I should be in the top five. This is It's the playoffs. You're going for a ring. If they want you to pitch in the bullpen, great. They want you to make breakfast for everybody all day. Great. You do what you do to get at the ring, you know. Um, the thing is, I'm just sure there's a bulldog when it comes to playoffs. Good luck trying to pull him out of the game. Uh, Cookie Carrasco is going to want to do well. Um, you know, of course, DeGrom's want to do good. He's in a contract year, you know. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, Diaz, he's you know, been lights out. So let's just hope everything goes well. Getting our position players all set. Um, everybody's healthy. Uh, Lindor's been doing great. Alonzo's catching fire right now. So let's keep that going. But let's the pitching straight. Like I said, the best thing right now with the Mets or any team at this point, your pitchers have to be the team players. You want five, and I'm the sixth starter. You want me in the bullpen? Great. Uh, you want to go four man rotation? I'm number five. I'll go in the bullpen. Great. Don't take it personally. It, it could only help you. Uh, the Mets in 86, Sid Fernandez had to go to the bullpen. He was their fifth starter, fourth starter. Well, what do you do? You got Gunn. You got Darling. You know, you know everything else. Oh, you know, Bobby Ojeda. You had great pitching. Who do you put in the bullpen? It was the input Sid because he was the lefty. So that's where they're sitting there. Now, for the, for the Braves, one of their top starting pitchers, Strider. Yep. Injured. Yes. Injured. Now, they've already said they're not going to use him the rest of the season, which is just the, the week. But still, you got a postseason coming up. They want him to be healthy. Yeah. And that's another situation. Well, what if he's not? Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, how effective is he? But like you say, there's you got to have three starters and a, and a playoff roster set. And, and the, first round playoff, gonna take? the first round of playoffs, right? You're not playing a, a one against 16 seed. You're playing a good team yet. It's like, Oh, we'll rest our starters the first round of the playoffs. You can't do that either. So, yep, it's um, the Braves are up eight nothing right now against the Nationals in the ninth. So, the Magic in the world stay at eight. Yeah, and those and those that are not big baseball fans have already converted over to football at this juncture anyway. But the big baseball fans, that are not the playoffs, are watching other things. The title, the batting title, American League batting title. You know, you got three guys up here: Arise. Uh, Xander Bogarts uh, and Aaron Judge, they're all within, I think it's three thousandths of, yep. of a point separating. So Twins fans, <coughs> the Twins, you can follow them in, in the form of, like I was alluding to before, watching that the White Sox, you know, trying to get that second place. You can follow <coughs> like a rise uh, with the batting title. Uh, there's things to do. There's things you can focus on that aren't in the playoff hunt if your team's not um, – Aaron Judge, Aaron Judge going for number 61 and 62 and stuff going on. 
Well, here's, he's what got that. here's what I can't figure out. Why are they not walking that man? Like they do with Bonds and the, no one's walking him. They're pitching to him. Is it a respect thing? No one liked Bonds, so they walked him. Is it a they like Aaron Judge and want him to get the records? I, I don't know. I'm not saying they're I'm not saying they're throwing salad at him to hit a home run. No, but why? It's an interesting point, though. Why are you not walking him? The guy can do it all. Uh, triple crown threat easily. Yeah. Now coming into the season, American League <laughs> Central, the 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 not the procrastinate, the prognosticators all had the White Sox picked to win, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Twins weren't mentioned. Cleveland was down down there. Cleveland had a seven point five percent chance of winning the American League Central at the beginning of the season. <coughs> From the odds, seven point five percent because everyone just knew the White Sox would run away with it. Well, yeah. And the Twins had held the second, yep. We're even in first place. The Twins held first place all season now until Cleveland. So, like you said, it's all about that chemistry. What's going to work, One's not. what's not, and uh, 7% chance to win it, and Cleveland Guardians do it. Hats off to them, but uh, the, everyone in that division here is right around a little bit above 500, if that. The, the like we said, you're going to have 91 wins is probably going to win the division. Twins could finish behind Boston in the overall standings in the American League. Yep, and uh, they're 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 right in there. And we got to keep in mind that the Baltimore Orioles are ahead of both those teams. Right, and, and here we've had this big slide, and they've said the coach's job is safe, Rocco's job is safe. I don't understand because and sometimes they'll say that, and then the next day uh, he's gone. So who knows what to believe? I think it it probably is safe, but but I don't know. Here's a pick with my heart, not my head when I say this. Don Manley is it's been announced Don Manley is not coming back with the Marlins as a head coach, as a manager next year. Yep. Now granting say, well, Jesus, with the Marlins, they stink. Okay, but he did good things with the Dodgers. Do you bring him in as a bench coach? Someone like Mattingly? Well, sometimes, you know, they did that this year, the twins did with the Padres manager last year. Yep. Bring him yep. in as an assistant. Yep. I don't know if that worked. Or not, he's got a hitting coach, but he's still there. Another manager with experience. Do you give him a some kind of bench coach position or whatever? I don't know. So if those are, he'll be a bench coach. Those player. are important positions to bring in people of that caliber. So who knows? Yeah. Now the minor leagues, minor leagues baseball, the AAA season. They're down to three games left. The Saints will play three. Their season's done. They are ineligible for the postseason. Now, the rest of the minor leagues, the postseason is underway. Minor leagues. Here we go. For the Twins, Double A, the, the Wichita Wind Surge won, and they're in their playoffs. They're playing, in fact, right now for the championship, the Wind Surge. Playing game two tonight. It's a best-of-three series. They won the first half of the season. Um, no, they didn't. They're in the playoffs playing game two tonight for the championship of their whole Conference high A, high A, Colonel the Cedar Rapids Colonels. They won the first half of the season, so they they get a clinch spot for the postseason. They didn't do that well the second half, but they entered the playoffs and they lost. Did not advance. Uh, didn't advance to the Midwest League Championship, although they did play in the divisional. So the Colonels did pretty good. Low A, Mighty Muscles out of Fort Myers lost in the divisional titles. They, too, won the first half of the season in the minor leagues for class low A. 
got to the uh, uh, next round, finished with the second most wins in the Florida State League, the Mighty Muscles did. Second most wins overall, first and second half combined. Win-loss record did, did really well. But guess who won it all in the Florida Gulf, uh, Florida State League? The Mets affiliate, Low A, won the championship. I wasn't going to say anything, but yeah. You knew that. I was going to surprise you with it. The Mets won it all in the class Low A. Um, and, and remember, these, these teams are the teams up and coming, so you can always look at the minor league finishes to see what teams should do well on paper, that is, in a few years down the road in the majors. Now – or at least players from that team. If they get players from that yeah. team, you know. Very interesting. But uh, in Double A for the Twins, the the Wichita Wind Surge that you know a couple of years ago they put money into Wichita, a lot of money into try to attract a Triple A baseball team there. They've always had Double A there, uh, attract to try to attract Triple A, put a lot of money in, built a whole new season. The shutdown happened, the COVID happened, then MLB came in and did a full realignment and gave Wichita a double-A team, the Twins. So the Twins moved down there. The city of Wichita and the fans were like, seriously, we w- we're going to get stuck with more double-A baseball here? Well, don't put all your eggs in, in one basket here. It's a blessing in disguise. Wichita has had one of the best minor league teams now the last couple of years, and the fans are now loving it, and the Twins are there. Uh, capitalizing on a brand new stadium, a bunch of money into the into the city. Wichita's doing good. Wichita's actually now the place to be. But boy, the fans three years ago were not happy when the Major League Baseball announced that they were not getting a Triple A ball club. They're getting stuck with a Double A. And uh, blessing in disguise, Wichita has been now the jackpot. Minor League Baseball keep putting together their uh, pitcher this year had a no hitter. Probably the best stadium in all double-A baseball, too. Yeah, one of, one of the best. So, uh, as a fan, you know, it's 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 easy to want something. Um, grass is always greener kind of a thing. But look at what jackpot happened there at Wichita. Very good. Uh, they're playing game two in the championship. This is the divisional. This is the championship. It's a three-game series. It's the Twins against the Rangers, double-A affiliate. Three-game series. Game two is tonight. It could uh, – they could end it. They lost game one, so they're fighting elimination. But Wichita doing well. The Saints, once again, have three more games, and they're done. Will not be in the postseason. So all the minor leagues for the Minnesota teams will wrap up here uh, to, uh, tonight or tomorrow. Now, baseball, amateur. The over-50 league in the state of Minnesota. State titles were given out on Saturday this past week and yesterday this past uh, weekend here. Uh, their tournaments are done. Congrats to the St. Louis Park Bees in the over-50 league. 35 teams in the state of Minnesota. They were the best. Uh, they were given the trophy here yesterday. Over-50 league is now shut down. All that's left now going in Minnesota Amateur Baseball is the Fall League. And coming up here this week, they will be at the halfway point of that league. So baseball slowly winding down in the Twin Cities. And that's what I've got. Does Fall League do a playoffs, or they just play so many games and call it good? They play a, a 10- to 12-game season. Really six weeks, twice a week. Uh, no postseason, no right. tournament. They do they do keep standings. They're not really stats at all, but the standings are kept. They play, and um, once the season's done, uh, it's done. Uh, trivia question, Andy. Yes, the answer. Let's get that in the same episode this time. A running back, an NFL running back, once threw two touchdown passes in a single game. Do you know who that would be, Andy? Trying to think back, you know, 
every now and then each team had like a running back that would once a year they'd throw a pass, you know, and you have that go-to guy. But two in a game. Two in a single game. And not preseason. This is a regular season game. I'm going to say, just because just the pit, the thought of him throwing a ball would be kind of funny, but I'm going to say Earl Campbell. Ooh. I was thinking maybe Ladanian Tomlinson. Yeah, he was, he was good for throwing, yeah. The answer is Walter Payton. Sweetness. Sweetness. September 18th. 1983, Andy, Ooh. threw touchdown, two touchdown passes versus the Saints in a regular season game. One sweeping out to his left on a trick play, tossing it into the end zone, and the other one sweeping off to his right. Sweetness, two touchdown passes. He's our trivia question answer of the day. Yeah, see, he was known for throwing one, maybe a touchdown, a pass once or twice a year, but twice in a game for touchdown. Wow. And to complete them both for scores. Um, so that's interesting. Now the NFL week two, no week three now we're finished, is uh, wrapping up. Vikings beat Detroit, come from behind. They're two and one, Packers two and one. Um, any, any other comments? I don't have really much on NFL. A couple of funny plays over the weekend. Not funny, uh, unfortunate plays. Uh, the yes. Dolphins were involved in one. Um, and Twitter was pretty funny about it. Uh the punter went to punt from the end zone and ended up kicking a guy in the rear end with the ball. The ball went out the back for a safety. I didn't see that. Uh, Mark Sanchez went on Twitter going, hey, that's my gig, you know, the butt fumble. So he he had fun with it. He Stay out of my lane. Yep. Stay out of my lane, he said. And then um, uh, uh, Jimmy G stepped on the back line in the end zone. Garoppolo. And uh, the other quarterback goes, hey, welcome to the club. Or thanks for getting me off the schneid, you know, type of thing. So, uh, you know, which I'm surprised it doesn't happen more often. You're in the end zone. You're used to so many drops, a step drop, and you can't. You're in the end zone. You know, the punt situation, I'm surprised you haven't seen that more often. But both odd plays like that happening on the same day. It gets a lot of people. If you watch the uh, the rerun of tonight's Monday Night Football's Come On Man, the pregame, okay. uh, several of those were on the episode. Yeah. They, they were funny. Unfortunate, like you said, very odd circumstances, but still yeah. um, very good. You, you see them when you're surprised, you don't see them more often, which is kind of weird. But That's true. All right, that's all I got for today. Have a good week, everyone. Um, we'll be on uh, next week with more uh, football. College football will be huge. Baseball wrapping up. Yep. And yep. by next week, we'll probably have a little playoff preview for the major Hopefully, most of the season. We go through early October, but we should know that last, last uh, few spots might be set up or – might be battling for who plays four or five, who's got home field. Be, those last few games will be important for that. Awesome. And what I'll do is on our Facebook page, post the Wichita wind surge final uh, result here tonight or tomorrow, whatever happens there in game three, that should be pretty good. Uh, all right, everyone have a good See week. Ya.